Welcome to Everyone's a Critic, a show where a guest picks a movie rated below 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and tells us why critics got it wrong. I'm your host, Yanis Cove, a formerly pretentious film school student, 10 years later sees the error of his ways. Guest today is a humour writer who has written for places such as Second City and Reductress, Georgia Schenk. Hello. Thanks for being here. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks. It's it's very weird because I'm talking to, like, George's uh, webcam has stopped working, so I'm talking to, like, (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like I'm just, like, talking to myself on a video. (laughs) (laughs) Talking to my name. Pull up my Twitter icon, maybe you'll feel a little more at home. Um. But yeah, like, um, you just moved recently, didn't you? I did. I just moved to Chicago not long ago. I live here now, and I am broadcasting live from my apartment with my chinchillas, and I'm in my happy place. (laughs) Well, that's good. I'm glad you're in your happy place. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. It's rare. (laughs) (laughs) How are you finding Chicago at the moment? Oh, it's great. In the scheme of things. In the, in the grand scheme of things, um, amazing. Because it's a weird time to learn a new city. Because mm. I'm really excited to be here and everybody else is not. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. I feel like it's topsy-turvy. Well, I mean, Chicago's nice, though. Oh, it's beautiful. It's currently, like, 98 degrees, which is not fun. Um but other than that, it's Jesus. a lovely place to be. <laughs> we just had a what we call a heat wave here, but it was like probably max. I think like I don't know what the conversion is, but I think it's like ninety degrees. I guess I'm guessing. Okay. Okay. And that was just way too much for all of us. We were just because we don't have, we're not used to it, right. and we don't have like right. air conditioning or anything. Right. Well, like an English summer is typically not that great, if I no. recall correctly. It's not. And then That's... we had, so we had like a week of that, followed by, I, I'm guessing like two weeks of like torrential rain. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, shall I compare thee to an English summer's day, which is awful and rainy? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah 98 would be awful right now i would no, yeah i would not grody. want that. it's grody it's really bad <laughs> <laughs> so uh you came onto the podcast you wanted to talk about the movie uptown girls yeah i do i will defend this movie to my grave <laughs> perfect perfect what made you pick it in the first place um i feel i first of all this movie came out when I was a child and I like as a child you watch movies and you're like this is the best movie ever and then you have no concept of things like Rotten Tomatoes and so as an adult I learned I was like I wonder what that has and I was just going through one day and I'm pulling it up right now I'm trying to remember what the exact percentage of this is oh I've I've got it up if you need it you've got it up I I need it what is it it is 14 percent yeah that's just awful but look at the audience <laughs> score. It's a 60% audience score, which means everyone's like, yeah. that's, a fu- that's a fine movie. Mm. And Rotten Tomatoes was like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the whole thing about this. Is right. like, well, Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, ridiculous. It's like, your childhood charm. 
<laughs> how, wait, how old were you when it came out then? Oh, that's a great, that's a great point. I, it came out in 2003, which means I would have been seven. Okay. So I was 14, so I was already too okay. old for it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So this is, this is Brittany, uh, Brittany Murphy in her prime, like peak Dakota Fanning. Just like. Mm. It's the height of Dakota Fanning. For both of them. <laughs> the height of Dakota Fanning. After here, it's all, uh. It's all well, Twilight movies and <laughs> her sister I mean, stealing the spotlight. Yeah, her sister had really has taken over. Came up from behind. No one saw it coming. <laughs> Although she's starting to do things again. She, she is. is starting. I, I, what is she doing? <laughs> I saw her in um, in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood recently. Oh, you're absolutely right. She played Squeaky Fromm. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen. Good name recall. <laughs> listen, that's a real life person. That was a pretty awful person. Oh, really? Yeah, like a lot of the characters in that movie are not real. Like a lot of the Manson sisters are phoned in. They picked yeah. the real one who got her nickname in a very <laughs> awful way. Um, but that's a different story for another time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a different Dakota Fanning. That's a... that's a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah this is like this is dakota fanning at the height of like her childhood like child star uh kind yes. of career and uh, it's when she was in everything she was everything. in so many things at this she time was in so many things and she was always like the smart child as well though so yeah, this is like would... the perfect movie for her snl had that like precocious child bit where she yes. would like interview <laughs> other child stars and just terrify them I wonder if that came from after this movie or if it came before that. I have no idea. I I, I want- feel <laughs> like it came from this general time period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Brittany Murphy was just obviously like she was she was having her like rom-com phase at this time. And yeah. I think she was just off of 8 Mile too. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. I always forget about 8 Mile. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even associate her with 8 Mile. It's weird. <laughs> Definitely very clueless and this and rom-coms mm. when I look back on it. <laughs> so what, like, I guess, did you see it when it first came out then? I did. I think I was one of those kids who owned it on DVD. Um, okay. And yeah, like my parents didn't give me like normal people movies like i never saw any of the disney movies i never i've still never seen star wars so like my a lot of people of haven't movies, seen star wars so it's like... i feel like very strange saying that though like my scope of movies that like everybody's seen i'm like i don't know what you're talking about because i've seen the cinderella <laughs> story and uptown girls Hey, Cinderella Story's been on the podcast already. <laughs> I Listen, if you hadn't done it already, I'd defend that one too. <laughs> so many people wanted to do it. Like, it's so... Well, like, people love movie. that movie. I can... That, move, that scene in the uh, locker room, just, like, delightful. <laughs> I can't believe how many people love that movie. It's so good. <laughs> but back to this movie. Apparently, this okay, movie is well-loved okay. as well. Like, I've it heard is. from uh, From other... From other people that I've spoken to about it, people love it. It's just a lovely romp of a film. <laughs> I knew nothing, like, I had no context from it, from, for it other than the, <laughs> like, the DVD cover, which I saw everywhere at the time, and, like, I knew, right. 
I knew she was some kind of like nanny to her, and that was about right. it. Right. You must have been like, why the hell do they have a pig? <laughs> yeah, a that pig really. On the <laughs> I didn't even like think about the pig, to be honest. <laughs> just, like, yeah. It was one of those things you see and like never think about again. Yeah, it's like they're, they're in New York City. Dakota Fanning looks upset. Brittany yeah. Murphy looks pretty. Brittany Murphy. And then there's the pig. Yeah. I did think it was a kid's movie. And it's not a kid's movie. It is not a kid's movie. <laughs> There's so many things to it that was surprising me. I, I had to look it up in the middle of the movie and see that it was like a... It's a 12A here, so I guess it was a PG-13. I actually have no idea. I think it may have been classified as a PG here, but I have no idea how it fell under that scope. Okay. Looking at, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Down Girls. Rating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see, let's see. PG thirteen, so it did get a PG yeah. thirteen here. Okay, it, it has yeah, to, no, because there's not so many for like small children. <laughs> but it feel like there's because that's I think that's what makes it feel off to me is that it's um there's so many adult themes to it, and then there's like the but it wants to be a kids movie at the same it's, time. Yeah, there's like there's a charm to it that like um <laughs> should be like it's trying to teach you a lesson. This should be a PG film, but it is not. Um, there are sex jokes right out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, like let's describe... I'm going to just go over the, the basic description of, the, like, the synopsis first. So, it's it's basically... She is... She is a multi-multi-millionaire, like, inheritance. Like, she's yeah. inherited the money from her parents who died um, in some kind of accident. Do they make it clear? They don't. Do they ever, okay. I the think parents, it was... Her parents were like touring musicians, and like yeah. on one of the tours, something happened, and they are no longer around. We yeah. can use our imagination. <laughs> so she's worth like around a hundred million, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then her, basically, what happens is her uh, accountant runs off with the money. <laughs> <laughs> I and- love that scene because she's like. She literally winks at the like new accountant who's like, "You don't have any money," and he, she's like, well, "What? What can I like do for it?" And she like winks, yeah. and it's like, "This is not a kids' movie." <laughs> <laughs> and also, she's supposed to be twenty-two, right? Which is horrifying to me as a twenty-four-year-old individual. Yeah, I'm thirty-one, and she's not. She's like close, definitely closer to my age <laughs> than she is to twenty-two. <laughs> Um, it's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so what happens is that she ends up taking on the this. She takes on a. She tries to take on a, one job first of all, but then she ends up taking on a, the job of being like a nanny to a um, a very rich girl who's like um, the daughter of one of her friends' like clients, I guess. Yeah, is that the what music is that what? Yeah, she. Yeah. So her friend is like a a music like agency dude, and he, yeah, her, the girl that she ends up working for is like the leader of that music agency, mm. the executive or what have you. Yeah, so like that that played by Heather Locklear as well, right? <laughs> and Donald Faison is her best friend. Or like one of her friends, uh, which is a nice like callback to Clueless. Exactly, both... it's just like they're both back. <laughs> I... So they do have like a, a nice like rapport with each other because they know each other. It, it feels like they do know each other well. 
for sure. That, that's what it felt like to me. Um, so that's the basic plot of the movie. And the little girl is also like very... So basically, Brittany Murphy's character is very childish. And then Dakota Fanning's character is very like <laughs> proper and wants to be an adult <laughs> and wants to act like that. And she's like popping pills for some reason. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> she's a hypochondriac. She's like wiping everything down. Never took yeah. the subway somehow. <laughs> Uh, yeah just lots of little things like that but uh so that's the basic plot like basic synopsis of it um so (laughs) i think it's very i don't think they play up to some of the stuff enough (laughs) no i agree i feel like they could definitely have like leaned in really gone for it but Mm. (laughs) no i i i don't know i love this movie i think my favorite scene in it is definitely at the end um when she goes to the recital that her that ray the little girl's mother skipped Mm. and like it's all her father's guitar i don't know i just feel like it's very charming i ripped it off um pretty heavily (laughs) yeah i did um when i was 15 my theater teacher gave us the instruction that we had to like choreograph a dance and i totally jacked dakota fanning's like routine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is funny because it's the first time she's kind of freestyling yeah exactly um my friends always describe this movie as george's two personalities hanging out with each other for an hour really? and a half. <laughs> <laughs> so your friends know your obsession with this movie then oh yeah for sure um in high school my friends and i we had a movie night where we watched um in this order we watched the lizzie mcguire movie the human centipede 2 and then uptown girl which is cinema icon just classic after classic Mm -hmm. just real upper crust taste and cinematography (laughs) and did you throw human centipede 2 in there to like break things up and just oh yeah no, we each got to pick a movie and we were like, let's not watch something that like we like could have a good time to. And my best friend at the time was like, Human Centipede 2. We were like, you sure oh, about that? And it's for to be fair, it is miles worse than the original Human Centipede. It's I don't horrendous. Know ever, I don't know if you've ever seen it. You definitely don't want to. Um. <laughs> they, they do get progressively worse those oh movies i've not seen and i say that as someone who's only seen like clips of each one but <laughs> the clips i've seen from each one they are progressively so much worse count yourself lucky <laughs> <laughs> i've avoided them for a good reason oh my god good for you have you seen them all oh my god no no i think i cut it off after the second one it really didn't remember yeah. on my psyche <laughs> I think the third is the third one the one where it's well I ask like is it the second one yeah. that's like the the circle of them or is it the or is it, it the third okay. one Okay so I know the second one is filmed in black and white and um <laughs> it's just like this man who has gathered significantly more than 3 of them I know there's like yeah. close to 100 because his his goal was to make like an actual centipede Yeah um I think it's that one I don't think it's a circle so I think that one might be the third. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. They're like, what if we just connected them? Is that enough of a premise for a third film? <laughs> back to this... Uh... <laughs> yeah, back to Uptown Girls. Back to Uptown Girls, anyway. 
Oh god, what a, what a horrible distraction! <laughs> I shouldn't have brought that up. Charming fourteen percent. What do you think is, is rated worse, Uptown Girls or Human Centipede Two? It has to be the Human Centipede Two. I disagree. Has to be. I, I disagree. Let me see. I'm guessing human like three percent. Two. Oh my god, we'll see. What if it has like a negative? <laughs> Hold on. Okay, twenty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. No, Uptown Girls did better. Did How? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I wish I could tell you. This is I'm really doing a great job plugging up town girls. I... <laughs> oh, that's so that's that's really upsetting. <laughs> I'm distraught. I didn't know that. <laughs> that just all that does is prove how bad the the rating system is on there. I know. <laughs> just there's no laws in rotten tomatoes um but, but this town girl um i guess i was gonna say like how many times have you seen this movie do you think oh, oh uh triple digits triple digits point. in this point in my life i wow am a, i'm a bad rewatcher. like mm. if i just am in the mood for something i don't care how many times i've seen it i'll just like put throw it on even mm. it's just background noise, so it's got it's got to be in the triple digits, if not close. So, would you say it's your most watched movie then? What was that? Was it? Is it your most watched movie then? No, no, that's no. sleeping with other people. Twenty fifteen. Um, <laughs> it's not even that old. <laughs> no, that is it. I that's probably in quadruple digits at this point in time. <laughs> Could, it's a good I movie. A whole, I don't think I I've seen it more than once, pod, though. I could have a whole podcast where I just make people watch that movie, and then I just antagonize them about it for an hour. <laughs> have you seen that? Um, have you heard about that podcast where they like rewatch? Um, I think it's oh, what is it? It's like Grown Ups Two or something, and, it, and they just watch that um, once a week for for like a whole year. <laughs> and then they just talk about it on a podcast. I feel like you could do that with, with one of these that. movies. I could do that. I could do that easily. <laughs> <laughs> Only this time it's a good movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I genuinely could do that with sleeping with other people and never run out of steam. <laughs> um, but uh, So, like, did you come across it just because it came out? uh this movie uh uptown girls this movie, yeah i mean i was a child it was marketed yeah. to me even though it's for adults which makes sense because i was also one of those like weird adult children um <laughs> so you're really related to dakota fanning i yeah i don't even remember i think this is like my first experience with dakota fanning and i i really did like it at the time and i think mm. as i when i i think like my max time where i was like this is a great movie i was like 15 years old so right, right. it was like between that time frame um but i liked it when it came out loved it when i was a teenager and still think fondly about it as an adult so <laughs> that's been my experience <laughs> throughout my life so who do you rate relate to more now dakota fanning or or, or um uh, Brittany oh, Murphy's for, characters? Sure, for sure Brittany murphy really yeah for sure i <laughs> 
I feel like maybe I'm a little more reined in than her, but it's not by much. It's marginal. I would hope so. Like, <laughs> I pay for everything myself, so at least there's that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I, like I said, it's definitely like the two facets of my personality. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brittany Murphy's character is wild chaos just chaos. Chaos. pure chaos um so let's let's discuss the, the i'm gonna go over the like let's go through the plot then and we can like pick things out as we go along absolutely um, so it opens and it's britney murphy's character talking about fairy tales yeah right? um yeah i think oh, no. I, yeah it might be dakota fanning dakota fanning sorry but... yeah you would know you like i, I... think i yeah i think i'm <laughs> you are right yes um it's somebody talking about fairy tales and like telling the story of a little girl whose parents mm. were kings and queens and they died and they left her with the <laughs> fortune and it's britney murphy like waking up and that's the on opening her... scene yeah on her 22nd birthday at like eleven o'clock at night. I wrote it down because it's it's crazy. It's nine fifty p.m. that the alarm oh, goes off. <laughs> it's so specific. It's very specific. <laughs> and then her friends are calling her like, "Where the fuck are you?" And nine fifty p.m. And she rolls over and she thinks uh, she rolls she over to pig is like a man because she's yeah. like, give me a second, baby, and I'll rock your world. I'll rock your world. Is, yeah. I'm like, that is a pig, ma'am. <laughs> and it's also like, okay, this is an indication of how many guys she's having over that she thinks it could be anyone. Um, just very insane to me. Um, <laughs> but just like. She's like, okay, time to get ready. And then she crushes a lampshade because she doesn't have anything to put in her hair. So she takes like a sparkly little something, smashes it, and then Bobby pins it up in her hair. And yep. I remember at like eight years old being like, that's fashion. <laughs> well, you were the only eight-year-old that thought that. Or yeah, like, at I, least... definitely. Because Dakota fan is immediately. Yeah. She's like, nice lampshade in your hair. Um, but then she like... As she's gonna about to go to the party, she opens the freezer and grabs like a handful of cash. Yeah, I, I... you know what? The other movie that did that is uh, Coyote Ugly. So were people in the early two thousands just like stashing cash in the freezer? Like I, I don't... don't remember that at all. Granted, no, I was pretty, that's not a um, thing. My parents were definitely not stashing cash in the freezer. And there's two movies that I've seen that do that. But also, she's like a she's. She's got a hundred million. Why is she stashing cash in a freezer? Well, I mean, clearly her accountant didn't take all of it because he forgot the freezer coin. Um, is that to, <laughs> maybe that's a way of like getting around that the account has stolen money and yeah. like she still has some money. <laughs> I guess that's how. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess that's how she like lives up until that point. <laughs> She's like, thank God for this freezer money. <laughs> That her her only uh, money in the whole the whole of her life was just in a freezer, and she's just slowly working her <laughs> way through it. It's more money than I have in my bank account right now. I'll tell you that. Oh, one. me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> she runs out the door, literally, just like she's got like a greenhouse of like plants in her. Yeah, so like, many hallway. There's They've so all been many like flowers. 
<laughs> and her like her birthday. yeah everyone's like really angry at her because like she has so much stuff just lying everywhere in the hallway and then like downstairs um there's just tons of presents yeah and i don't she's think like I have donate that. them I've, i don't think i've had that many friends in my life no <laughs> but um, it also seems like she doesn't no. based on the rest of the movie based on the rest of the movie no she's very shallow uh present <laughs> um literally bolts into the middle of the street and almost gets hit by a car so you just yeah. like really yeah. see the kind of human that this is <laughs> like, no regard keeping money in freezers running in the streets donating yeah. presents um but yeah i mean i'm just i'm watching this and i'm just like what a fun gal <laughs> this is the life for me <laughs> yep this is the life i'm going to chicago for <laughs> yeah this is what i this, that would be my peak uh, <laughs> currently you can't see it but i i live in like um i live in a molly gun's apartment and there's tons of freezer cash just trying to recreate <laughs> the dream what a dream <laughs> um but then she like she runs to her her party which she seems right. to know about but then it's also a surprise party <laughs> yeah she's like okay i'm just going to the bar with 50 of my closest friends um <laughs> and then she's like oh my god it's all for me uh <laughs> it's a it's a it's a dream yeah and like the, the guy uh like one guy goes to hit on her and he's like you're 22. I'm. I, that's so. Old. I'm, like, like, I'm, like I'm 19, and I I'm 19. <laughs> First of all, what 19 year old is like? I'm old. <laughs> it's like you look great for 22. <laughs> the only time that's ever been said. <laughs> and like, also, he looks. 32 he does not look right. 19 no no he he for sure looks like he's in his like 30s <laughs> everyone in this for, movie is way and, too old for their part except for dakota fanning mm. who for some reason looks younger than eight if that's even possible looks younger than eight somehow acts older than eight i don't know what she was when i this don't came know out. i don't know what she was on i feel like she was just playing herself in this movie probably <laughs> I, I, I wrote down at this point though like during this time like i <laughs> i wrote down stop spinning the camera the director is trying so much here. oh 100 <laughs> <laughs> the, the director in this movie like at least in the opening 15 minutes of this movie he, he is trying so hard to like make a fancy movie <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah. with all the all these shots uh there's like one scene where it pans up from so it pans down from a uh, from a, a skyscraper, and it, and then you see it like pan up, and it's actually like a reflection, and it goes up into like her walking somewhere. And it's <laughs> right. just like you don't, you don't need that in this movie. No, I mean like I feel like the further along in the movie it gets, though, it gets more self aware. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like stopped <laughs> noticing it. I feel like you just get, you're like okay, whatever. This director. <laughs> It was guy. it was mostly like the spinning camera he was trying oh, so yeah. much at the start. I was just like, oh, this is yeah. making me queasy. <laughs> <laughs> and like the he'd come off of like um, I got to look it up. He he come off of some other like big movie. Um, Who directed uh, to make it? This? Let me see. Directed Boaz by Yan- Boaz Yankin. 
I've never okay. heard of him. Remember he the off, Titans. Remember the Titans he come off of, yeah. Right. Oh, let's see what else he made. He made Prince of Persia and Now You See Me, which, you know, I would not connect any of these movies. <laughs> no, he just wrote those two, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, you're right. <laughs> he, like... he directed Uptown Girls and Remember the Titans. <laughs> Again, though, two movies that do not seem like in the same wheelhouse at all. No, but then he also, it looks like he produced Hostel and Hostel Part 2. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which makes even less sense. What an interesting fella. (laughs) Oh, to be Boaz, yeah, I can... (laughs) We should, uh, like, invite him on to discuss this. Like, what's your deal? (laughs) Are you just trying, like, every genre? (laughs) He's just, like, really, like, making the most of his time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so they're at the party, and she's in the bathroom because somebody was, like, nice forehead wrinkle, and she's, like, trying to figure out what's wrong with her face, and she turns into a woman, and then Dakota Fanning, like, accosts her at this point. (laughs) That's another thing. She imagines herself as an older woman. None of that sort of like fantasy element ever plays a part of this movie again as well no no it's the only time it happens and it's so jarring it's really jarring (laughs) it's just like suddenly there is i don't know who this poor actress is that they hired to play old britney murphy but imagine like going into that (laughs) casting audition and just being like we want this young girl to believe that she's turning into an old hideous beast. And what if that's oh. you? I know. Like, it's just horrifying to me. <laughs> I was saying, like, on the podcast that got released last week, um, or this week, uh, that we did, we were talking about burlesque, and there's a scene in it where um, <laughs> there's, a, uh, so there's a guy in the burlesque club, and all he does is um, his, his p- whole thing is just to watch see uh alan cumming uh make a face underneath a woman uh he's like underneath her vagina and making a face oh no (laughs) and the guy looks and does this the 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 biggest spit take you will ever see and that's his role in the movie (laughs) and it's like we were saying like can you imagine like that's the (laughs) oh my god (laughs) so it's like i feel so bad for these bit part actors (laughs) right right (laughs) <laughs> genuinely awful <laughs> it's so terrible like like this the stuff that these people get cast in and like, right. you have to be you have to be happy about it as well there's like nothing else you can do <laughs> imagine being like that woman's family and her being like i'm in a film <laughs> you go to support your mom or your grandma it's like grandma oh. i don't think i would have taken this away <laughs> Like, did they use prosthetics? No. 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 <laughs> I hope they did. Oh, for her um, sake. But, uh, yeah, she leaves, basically, she talks talks to her, and then, um, uh, what's her name? Dakota Fanning's character, uh, what is her name? Ray. Is the name Ray. of the char- character. Yes. Yeah. She, um, they talk to each other, and, um, Donald Faison drags them, drags, find, walks into the bathroom, drags her out of there because he's supposed to be looking after her. Right. But he took her to a bar. And... 
Right, where her mother also is. Yeah, that's a good point. Her mother is also there. Not interested <laughs> in the slightest. No, no, absolutely not. He at one point has to be like, don't talk to your mother. And she immediately ignores him. Don't talk to your mother because she, she's talking to Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Nas is there. She's like... A Nas cameo. Nas for months. This is randomly a wild Nas <laughs> Why is he in this movie? I don't know. Maybe he, he like, has, owed somebody a favor. He has no connection to anyone in this. <gasps> okay. Okay. I know this is like very two minutes ago in our conversation, but I'm on IMDb. An old lady mm. was a real woman that they cast. Oh. <laughs> Poor woman. I know. But yeah, Nas is there. Old lady is there. They're having a hip and happening time at this party. Um <laughs> And then that guy, um, and then uh, Neil Fox, who is the, yeah. like, the the new guy that they've been like so, uh, Donald Faison's discovered. Right. Um, he yeah. decides he's gonna. Who's what? Sorry, say, not that great of a, of a singer, really. <laughs> not that great of a singer. Not a great. Not a great songwriter. Not <laughs> really, that great looking. He's just no. Like, he's just he's like there. distinctly like, average. <laughs> very average fella. And um, not a good person either. No, absolutely not. But he's there. Everybody's in love with him. Molly's like, can I have him for my birthday? Could not uh, be less interested in her. <laughs> <laughs> because he's got some kind of celibacy thing going on for some reason. Uh, right. And he's like, <laughs> which is immediately broken. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he go home with her if he's like, I'm celibate? <laughs> yeah, he knows nothing about, like her or all her family until he gets to the apartment right so, no no like what is he doing going back anyway like he knows that's what's going on i know exactly not to like slut shame him or anything but no, it's fine you can do gotta, what you want but like you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> i also want to say she calls him a rock and roll poet sex god which is just i remember at 15 being uh, like that that's like the like the descriptor <laughs> rock and roll poet sex god he's yep. and she's at that point she'd seen him for like 30 seconds <laughs> but you know who amongst us hasn't dated their share of rock and roll poet sex <laughs> <laughs> it's a rite of passage <laughs> right especially at 22 <laughs> i mean if they're more like that guy then it's probably a, a realistic thing for everyone. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, she goes back to her apartment. The lights are not working. Oh, yeah, <laughs> she's like, uh, can you wait outside for a second? Somehow lights candles and, mm. like, brings him in. I think they, like, they just, like, go out on her balcony and eat Pez candy. Yeah, because, <laughs> uh, like, she, no, first of all, she tells him about he like wanders into her like guitar room right like a shrine to her dad's guitars um and then she finds out he finds out like her about her dad being this guy and everything and blah 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 yeah (laughs) immediately starts singing the song her dead dad wrote for her which is like just jarring as a person with a dead dad awful zero out of ten would recommend that but she's just like yeah, he wrote that for me, and then he died. And then he's like, "And I feel oh. like he would know that if he's such a fan." Right, right. 
but he's just like so fan fangirling at this time which yeah, is for sure why true. he stays right like oh 100 we... percent. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he stays for so long <laughs> <laughs> but he like but before that he's like they're on the balcony i want to like talk about this because yeah. it's so weird it's like they talk they he talks about his sobriety and um he's like i don't know some kind of i missed like the entire i missed the exact description of it but it's like some kind of like religious thing almost kind yeah. of like spiritual he's, he's like he gives it it's like weird spiel about how like when he wants to do something he just doesn't do it and yeah. it's like, I feel like maybe that's not as deep as you think it is. Um, and if yeah. I don't want to do something, I do it immediately. I, yeah. It's like, so all right. Maybe that's not a good idea. Because, like, personally, I would never do heroin. And with your philosophy. <laughs> and does that mean... Does, does, does that, that mean also mean he didn't... Like, does that I also mean he didn't want to go back to hers? And then so he decided... So he had to go to it. And then right. he didn't want to sleep with us. If and a he didn't car want to is coming back into the street and like i don't want to run out into traffic does that mean in your world you do it um just like a very fascinating guy with weird questionable morals to begin with but the morals morals are immediately broken as well immediately broken he's just like remember how i said i wouldn't sleep with you turns out now i'm gonna do it um because he feeds her pears which she just keeps going pears 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 that's That's all she says to him that's how i eat is i just like find a man i'm like pasta (laughs) pasta (laughs) it's also like the least like sexy flirting as well it's just it's it's rough um i would be like are you okay (laughs) and then they do the weird pg-13 thing where they kiss and then the camera like floats up into the sky and then he's Mm. been there for like clearly three days right (laughs) And you find out he won't leave. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he was, he's been singing his song and she like holds up her foot to his face. And he's yeah. like, what are you doing? She's like, I knew it. Purple's your color. <laughs> yeah, she's Wild. not interested. She's not interested in any part of his personality. No, she doesn't <laughs> like his music. She's just like, But she's right. Hey, the music is bad. <laughs> it's bad. She's right and she should say it. Um, and then she like goes into her bathroom and she calls her friend she's like i'm feeling suffocated he won't mm. leave and then immediately say... <laughs> he's immediately like i've got to leave and she's like no <laughs> it's literally the next the next thing that happens it's not even anything between that no, it's the no next break. thing she's like i'm feeling suffocated i need to leave wait no <laughs> <laughs> oh and like <laughs> I, I I noticed there's not a there's not a lot of fo- like cell phones in this movie. Oh no, it's very jarring. But to see it, that, I mean, it is 2003, so there's only. I had a phone at that point. I I mean, listen, I was like seven, and I was very close to getting one myself. But um, they they weren't like around like how they were today in any sense. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going and using my like. <laughs> man line to call my friends though oh true true <laughs> well also how is her landline working if her electric got shut off another yeah the freezer the tv like <laughs> there's a lot of yeah, stuff yeah. how's I her don't... cash doing <laughs> the freezer <laughs> the cash is melted so what can you say <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but the, yeah, so he leaves and she's really ups- she's upset that he wants to leave. Right. But um, what happens here? Like she goes and she finds out about like everything being disconnected. I guess. Yeah. At this point, because her yeah uh, her friend comes and visits. Her friend comes because she's like a rack and she's like, how long has your electric been shut off? And she's like, I don't know. And she's like, who takes care of your money? And then names get out and they wind up in the office where he's like, and he Bob, ran away. And then Bob she's Kapowski. like, well, <laughs> she's, she's like, Bob. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the only one that gets a full name in this movie. That's <laughs> not true. Molly Gunn, Neil Fox. Oh, um, okay. Fair. Ray, Ray Schlein. Um, All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong. Got names. <laughs> Bob Kapowski is a memorable name. Bob though. Kapowski is definitely memorable. And then Brittany Murphy's just trying to make herself feel better. And she's like, they come back. They always come back. And he's like, no, they absolutely do not. <laughs> she's like, you'll never see him again. Money's gone. She, yeah, which doesn't seem to hit her that hard. No, she's like, oh, okay. If I lost 100 million, I would be distraught. Oh, for sure. Even at 22, I feel like yeah. I would have been like, my money. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but he's like, so what are you going to do for money now? And she's like, what do you think I should do? <laughs> yeah. like, Get a job. <laughs> yeah. And then her friend gets her a retail job, which she immediately like destroys. Yeah, because she, <laughs> she goes and buys sheets from the retail, from the place. Right. Like, very, well, very expensive all, sheets. <laughs> very expensive sheets. Um, clearly, she is still floating off of freezer money at this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because she has to have a yard sale for all of her clothes, which <laughs> I don't know how many yard sales you've seen in New York. I have seen none. Um, I've never seen one. I've seen like <laughs> stuff dumped on the street. I've never seen a yard sale like there. Immediately, someone would come and jack your stuff. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that happens. She, her friend, like forces her to sell all of her shit, and then yeah. she loses the retail job. And because <laughs> she falls asleep, she crashes at work and falls asleep in the bed. <laughs> and then. um she burns down her best friend's like apartment or like she definitely sets off a fire and her friend's like you gotta go somewhere and the pig's gotta go too and she takes it to Donald's face (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's yeah like (laughs) right all right but first of all she's looking after uh ray at this point before she moves uh, i don't think we even mentioned the pig at this point yeah, yeah, she it's, has it's, the pet pig. It's uh, for some Moo. reason. Yeah, its name is Moo. Yeah. She got it in Thailand because she was going to be fed it, it, and she didn't want to be fed it. Right. <laughs> and then that's the whole <laughs> purpose of the pig in the movie. There's not really anything. Yeah, Dakota I mean, Fanning is never like bothered by the pig. No, she even though like she's the pig. she does not, not like the pig. She's like she's gross. not bothered by it though. Right. <laughs> Which she would right. like. You'd think if she was such a hypochondriac with germs and everything, she'd be, like, really against it. Well, the thing is, pigs are very clean. So I think, like, once she learned that, she's like, ah, okay, so this pig is a hypochondriac, too. (laughs) I don't know. I'm kind of disgusted by pigs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Okay, so we we meet Dakota Fanning for real this time. Like, yeah, she's just like, oh no, you're my new nanny. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she gets, she's like, oh, I need to get some. Uh, I need to take my pills. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah. What's she on? She's on just I like. I don't know. I feel like it's Xanax, and I do, I don't know why I feel that way because I don't think it's ever named. Um, <laughs> It but has like, to be in, something like that. It has to be. Because you, like, you also learn she's been on, she's been seeing a therapist since she was three. <laughs> right. Which I mean, same. I have two. <laughs> but... <laughs> Wait, uh, obviously not three, though. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> three is, like, I don't, I can't even imagine that. <laughs> what I would feel, you have no, to say? No, like, I, I feel like, I was for sure in therapy around that time, but I had like a much really? more messed up life than Dakota <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. It, right. It's, it's it's justifiable. It's not like Thera- it's some child therapy is like a, a jaunty little thing. Like they give mm. you like dolls and like crayons, Ooh. and they like talk to you about what you're doing with them, and it's like. I remember at the time being like, I feel like you're reading into this a little too far. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I was one of those weird adult children. <laughs> you really were. Like, this is like this is making so much sense. <laughs> this is this is you. <laughs> this movie. I'm watching this, just like this is a documentary. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ray Ray's place is very clean compared to. <laughs> Right, compared she to has, Molly's, she has everything is in its place. Um, mm. She's it's got very... like she could live in a COVID world at that age. Oh, 20- I can't even imagine her living in a COVID world. What she would <laughs> oh, be going through right now? Oh God, I can't. I feel like she'd be fine. Like it's pretty much on par with what she's already doing. Like that's the level of hypochondria <laughs> this child has. Yeah, um, and then her uh, father is in a coma. Her father's in a coma. Which is um, never addressed, really. It's just like, he's just there. What's, why is he in a coma? Who knows? Uh, her mother does not seem to care. And yeah. The, and Dakota Fanning's like, yeah, that's my dad in a coma. We don't talk about it. <laughs> but it's clear she's like repressing things as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. she's, constant, she's constantly angry at everything. For sure. <laughs> and... Um, but they get into a basically like when she goes there, uh, Molly starts like eating, like messing around with things. She like l- pretends she has, to like, eat like a the plastic scone set, yeah. And then Molly tries to take a bite, and like um, gets just they, they fight. Fanning immediately lights into her. Yeah, and they fight, and she quits, and <laughs> then she gets kicked out of that apartment. Right. Uh, she gets right. kicked out of her apartment. Sorry, her apartment. Okay. Um. And then she goes to stay with Neil and he ignores her. <laughs> like, he does not answer the door. <laughs> like, what a horrible guy. Where is the appeal with this dude? He's just st- like, so he can go stay with her for a week, but he couldn't, she can't stay. <laughs> but that's it. Like, yeah. He's just um, like, he's like, I'm back to my sex celibacy because it's benefiting me now. Yeah, I need to write my one song again. Um, right. <laughs> so she goes to stay with Ingrid instead, and she gets a job back with Ray 
and sells all her stuff on the street. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is where the yard sale happens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. And she's, like, selling a golf club, which she doesn't want to sell because Tiger Woods gave it to her. <laughs> Just random things like that. It's all the stuff you expect. Right. <laughs> oh. Exactly. You know, what don't we all have lying around in our closet? <laughs> And then you find out Ray's dad's a vegetable, as they refer to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a lovely sentiment. Um, <laughs> I'm just so glad this eight-year-old girl knows that. <laughs> <laughs> and she accidentally burns Neil's jacket. Right. Why does she still have it? Okay, she continu- she's got oh. his jacket. Like, first of all, if you were him, wouldn't you have opened the door just to see if she had your jacket? No, he's looking at like, her from the window, though. Oh, you can right. see her from the window. <laughs> like, this bitch doesn't have my jacket. I'm not letting her in. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's his lucky jacket, which, I mean, what could that even possibly mean? Like, what It's his lucky jacket, but he's not done anything. So, like, no, how is it his lucky jacket? <laughs> he hasn't even finished that song. So. <laughs> it was just decided. So she burns the jacket. And then, like, okay. she sews, like, purple and, like, leopard print oh, fabric it's onto awful. it. It's horrible. <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> and Ray gets into a fight over at school over uh, another nanny calling her uh, Molly, like, a like a, a slut or something. Yeah, a slut. <laughs> and you can just see Dakota Fanning is just, like, breaking character and can't believe that she's allowed to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I get to say these rude words. That's so right. fun. <laughs> and like she quotes her and says like "au pair" and like air pair, quotations yeah. as if that's like so much fancier. <laughs> I mean, I bet I'm willing to bet like up uptown, uh, Upper West Side, New York, uh, people call them au pairs. Oh, they do. They definitely do. Um, <laughs> I don't understand to this day what the difference is. I think one is just like foreign. And the other is what one I've is been fancy. able to gather. Yeah, one is fancy and comes with an accent, and the other one does not. <laughs> the other one's a twenty-two-year-old multimillionaire that lost all her money. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nanny. Um, that's a nanny. That's the definition, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, but then you find out Neil got a record deal somehow off of this, like. I don't awful monotone song <laughs> yeah um <laughs> and <laughs> yeah it's so bad and the jacket is fixed but he can't see her anymore um he doesn't want to see her anymore because <laughs> well, he hates the jacket he can't believe like what she's done to it which which fair, he's an awful fair. guy but fair <laughs> i would be angry about the jacket but like it's fine. like yeah so many worse things have happened in this movie <laughs> lucky jacket so <laughs> ingrid kicks molly out yeah. molly goes to live with huey and yeah. then like <laughs> oh god she somehow molly goes and like spends the night with ray and then neil is in the apartment oh my gosh wait wait, wait, wait. yes so this is when we find out that neil is like sleeping with Ray's mother, like the music I know. executive, which I has know. to be how he got that awful song uh, signed. It's definitely how that happened, but like also, 
never addressed again. No. Not once is this addressed again. No. And how is this not? A... <laughs> oh. Oh goodness. I love this movie. <laughs> It's but so like when chaotic. they're on, Co- I just want to talk about when they're on Coney Island because it's like oh, very, yeah. it's like very important to the pl- the, the actual like the later oh, it part of the plot. Is. It definitely so like, is. Yeah, they, she drags her to Coney Island, makes her eat a hot dog, and they go to, they go to go on the teacup ride because uh, mm-hmm. she's never she's never been to a like an amusement. No, park she's at all. never been to an amusement park. She's never had fun. Is what no. we're learning, and they're a week early for the rides. <laughs> completely shut down like nothing is there so they went to coney island to get a hot dog dog. (laughs) which like those are good hot dogs i I will Uh, yeah i'll give them that like it wasn't that much of a failure of a trip like no i'd I'd be fine but coney island's a trick to get to as well i've i've never been um but like I feel like the day could have been saved if she just took her to Times Square and made her hug one of those German-fested elbows. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. It's the same experience as Disney. World. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Right. Oh, those. I. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the time that I was coming up the stairs in Times Square <laughs> coming up one of the, the subway stairs and someone one of them was getting changed <laughs> oh no <laughs> I was like this is awful I don't want to see this right now <laughs> just terrifying it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just had like the, yeah it was one of the elbows <laughs> it was very funny yeah um <laughs> I didn't know because I hadn't been to New York for the first time until I was like 14 years old. I didn't know that you were supposed to tip the Elmos. Mm. Yeah, I had no idea. And like my, I remember jokingly being like, Mom, we should take a picture with one of the mascots. She's like, no, you have to tip them. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's my first warning to people. Like, oh, I've also like, I know it because I'm in London as well, so like this is the same thing here. So. Right, right. And then like the first time I went there, I was 20 years old, so I I was aware. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they talk about they talk about um being scared about everything, which right. is a, it's a it's a nice scene actually. It's yeah, it's a it's a it's a nice emotional scene and like frankly if they kept the tone of that scene consistent throughout the rest mm. of the movie maybe would have scored better than 14 percent um <laughs> but yeah then they, you learn neil sleeping with um ray's mom and, right. <laughs> and she immediately runs out jumps into central park waters yes which jumps from a bridge <laughs> gets sick immediately gets sick. of course because it's revolting. It's so disgusting. It's so gross. It reminds me of that video that went viral. Like at this point in time, it would have been last week for us uh, of the woman. Was it like, only last week? Diving. It feels yeah, like it feels like three months ago, but it was last <laughs> week. The woman like diving off the boat in front of uh, the Statue of Liberty into the Hudson River. Just yeah. Like, that is famously radioactive, and she's. Oh. I think she's Spider Man now. 
yeah. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. That's Starring what happens. Starring an Olivia Wilde adaptation of Spider-Woman. <laughs> I will watch. Um, <laughs> she gets sick, and then they go to... Um, she tells, basically, um, Ray wanders off to see her dad again. Yeah, she tells her dad, she's like, go talk to him. Sometimes it helps when people yeah. in comas talk to... <laughs> their family members which is awful when you know what comes next she's well, first of all you see first of all you see neil's meme. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible but there is a scene it's right there. between it though yeah okay where you you see neil's like 80s music video <laughs> it's just like really shitty oh. music video which makes the song so it's much worse so bad there's no way the song would have been popular in 2003. The song would never be popular. That, that's not a... <laughs> no. It's a bad song. It's a bad song. But he's like, also, I we didn't mention that he like took... <laughs> he took a chorus <laughs> from from her yeah, about he, Egyptian he, cotton sheets. Cotton sheets. He, she's like, yeah, these are my sheets and they're made of Egyptian cotton. And he's like, you know, that could be a good hook. <laughs> Well, it has nothing thing. to do with it, and it's like no. a bad. It's a bad hook. No, it's literally na 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 sheets of Egyptian cotton repeated for like three <laughs> Lay, like laced within like this sultry, <laughs> trying to be sexy like yeah. pop Everybody's rock song. In, like, Everybody's in like PJs and like hitting each other with pillows, and he's wearing his like god awful jacket. <laughs> Yeah, he's wearing the jacket. And she's like, he took my jacket and he wrote about my sheets. <laughs> she's so upset. Then it cuts back and we find... No, she gets a call. Uh, no, it's not a call. Someone shows... Uh, the doorman shows up. Yeah, uh, with, with the, the pig. Because and... <laughs> at this point, Ray has been living with the pig. Like, the pig lives with Ray. And yeah, she which... had just finished telling her comatose father, she's like, you know, I have a pig, and pigs, they seem dirty, but they're actually very clean. And this is what she's, like, chosen to talk to her, like, vegetable father about. And yeah. it turns out that mm. Molly's whole speech about, you know, when you talk to your family and they're in a coma, there's signs that it could help them. Total opposite, because her this is eight-year-old girl literal child after being convinced that like maybe it will save his life her dad like pieces out he's like i'm just gonna die this is so now is the time <laughs> it's so awful like it's just a cruel scene to write and so obviously molly is fired because I think I would have fired my nanny too. <laughs> it's so cruel. But uh, Neil comes back into her life and he wants her this time because he's like, you're my lucky charm. You're my lucky charm. You're my, lucky charm. <laughs> you're my muse. <laughs> you're my muse. <laughs> you sheets of cotton and awful jacket makery. But she's like, she's. you see she's progressing because she turns him down. She's moving oh. on. Listen, I love that speech where she's like, "You, all you want is to take from me, dude, and I've got nothing left to give. And it's like, yeah. oh, honey. Uh, <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> Thinking about that, he immediately takes from her. <laughs> <after this. laughs> 
when you think about it. <laughs> because there is an auction. She has to put all of her dad's guitars up for auction. And there's right. a mystery. But they're not selling for very... They're not going up for very much. They're like going up for like two and a half grand each. And, right. um, But then there's a mystery caller uh, who wants to bid 75 grand for the whole lot. Uh, which she takes because she like fine right. um, and she with that money I guess she gets a new apartment which is just a normal apartment <laughs> it's the standard <laughs> apartment it's just it's like a, what I live in now it's a realistic apartment <laughs> it might yeah seriously it might be the most realistic apartment I've ever seen in a New York movie <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but she's, she's fine she's happy yeah she um, doesn't even seem that bothered by it um, no. It's like good for her. We're seeing some character progression. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still not entirely clear what her job is at this point because she no longer works for Ray. No, but she's got 75 grand at this point. Yeah, but that, listen, that'll be enough for like two, three years. You gotta, you can't survive off of that. <laughs> no, but it's been, it's been like, what, two days at this point? <laughs> Give her a chance to get the apartment. Right. <laughs> um, but Ray, Ray, she gets a call that Ray's gone missing. Um, right. And she immediately knows where Ray's going to be. And it's at the teacups in, yeah. in Coney Island. Yeah. Um, and they do like, this very, very serious scene where they like spin together on the teacups and just yeah. stare at each other. Which you um, know the director and his spinny cameras. He was like, he loves it. He loves it. He's like, this is the peak of cinema. <laughs> maybe that's what maybe this whole time all the spinning has been like references to the teacups uh-huh but he's like oh it's a cool is this is gonna be like uh it's gonna be like this whole movie everyone's spinning and then like at the you end you get to this scene and everyone gets it um everyone, yeah yeah so ray like, throws I, up yeah no she punches molly in the chest first just like repeatedly mm. punches her mm. She slaps her. Molly slaps her back as yeah, well, which is... You're going to slap a child, <laughs> okay? NBC's the slap 2015. <laughs> <back>. <laughs> this was the inspiration. <laughs> this, mo- this movie is... <laughs> it didn't only inspire you, it inspired the slap. <laughs> yep. 12 years later. Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, but then they hug and yeah. like and she's they, crying. Like, they and... get each other. Yeah, and it's a, yeah. it's a nice scene. It's, like, it is. Um, it's a cute scene. Yeah, um, and then they're like, um, there's some kind of <laughs> there's some kind of like release party, I guess, or like yeah, is it a release party? It's something for Neil or yeah, is it is it or is it like another musician? Did they finally some sign... kind of party? Did they sign Nas? No, Nas would not sign to that label. <laughs> Given who else is there at that party, Nas would not sign to that label. So, you know, this label famous for Nas and the guy with the one awful song. <laughs> but also, <laughs> Mark McGrath and Dave Navarro. <laughs> who is the label for? Who is the audience? <laughs> you know they gotta just get, get just like be as open as they can just get whoever they want and oh my god they're just gonna get number one hit off number one hit that's the way you do it <laughs> i i 
listen so she makes up with ingrid she makes up um <laughs> fine okay they want custom well, clothes from her though <laughs> no oh my gosh but like horrifyingly and i'm reading this right now i've seen this movie like i said it's probably triple digits at this point i'm reading the synopsis and it says she enrolls in design school after realizing her talent for fashion Mm. i don't remember this and also what talent for fashion they so dave dave navarro and mark mcgrath come up to her and they're like oh you did the jacket in that music video (laughs) didn't you can we um can i get a pair of like trousers can i get a pair of like can can I get a can I get a jacket as well? Obviously not the same oh thing, God, but something right. similar. And she's like, "Fine, I'll do that." Um, <laughs> she's like, first of all, she's like, "No, that's not what I do." And then she's like, "Fine, I'll do that." <laughs> and then she like, applies for fashion I'm school. Begging. <laughs> she applies for fashion school. Goes to this place. Goes for the interview and gives her like a resume which says the Dalai Lama on it, and <laughs> yes. she gets brought up again. And oh my gosh. While she's in the interview, realizes she's <laughs> realizes she's late for the recital. <laughs> You're right. She like runs out. Yeah, she leaves. So she's like, I guess she's given up on fashion school again. Yeah, I don't know. Again, um, like, I feel like I would have. I feel like if I was the uh, admissions team, I'd be like, she seems like a lot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> she's got no qualifications. <laughs> her only her only piece of fashion is this jacket. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't be taking fashion advice from Mark Mark McGrath and Dave Navarro (laughs) you know big names in the fashion world Um, (laughs) also I read that I was gonna say I read that Carmen Electra's in this at no point do I ever remember her being in this I don't remember that at all I guess she, she was there with Dave Navarro that's in the in the scene, but like I do not remember Maybe, her in it. Was she the one that tried to buy uh, Tiger Woods golf? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I feel like that was just like a random old woman on the street. <laughs> she she was the old woman in the flashback in the in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she goes for Ray's recital, and yeah. like, <laughs> and, and then. Ray uh, makes an announcement about she's got a special guest with her and it's and it's Neil for some reason. <laughs> for some that reason. Way, oh my god. Literally the only re- way that Ray even knows Neil at this point is she's like, that's the dude that was banging my mom. <laughs> so like That's so true. At all. Oh, that's awful. Um <laughs> This guy's always around the house with his shirt off. <laughs> I think he knows my nanny. <laughs> <laughs> and so they they decide that they're going to perform that they're going to perform um is the song called Molly Smile? Yeah, this is the song that her dad wrote. So he's yeah. again taking the song that Molly is like I don't like it when people sing that song to me. And yeah. he's like, "You know what will really win her back?" If <laughs> I'll sing the song and I'll bring I'll bring out her dad's guitars, all of them, and everyone will be using them. <laughs> As props and for the little girl. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then so Ray does ballet and then she gets into like fun improvised ballet. Yeah, she gets to do like uh, her little cha 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 moment. Yeah. Or like, one cha cha. 
cha-cha-cha. She literally says cha-cha-cha. Yeah. <laughs> you can hear it. I know. It's audible and it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> but that's the end of the movie. Right. And then, like, that's, and that's the it. That's it. And that, then they That's smile, literally it. And it's a new... <laughs> I, lo- I love that scene <laughs> so much. I am just like a sucker for a cheesy film. Oh, I do love a, <laughs> like an ending like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it also feels like a half ending. Oh, yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel fully formed. Just like nothing is tied up here. Did she no. get into school? Did, does Molly take uh, him back? I hope no. It's just like, what an awful dude. Mm. Does he give her the guitars? back i don't know should like that's the only way that ends and it's not like awful i bet he kept them (laughs) i bet he did too i bet he kept them and he like had her make him more clothes or something (laughs) seriously he was awful like he was he was not a good romantic uh side character just terrible dude i'm trying to see has he been on anything since he wasn't. I was looking him up. He's so he's been in like some TV show for years. He oh Chicago Fire. I've never yeah. seen it, but I, I've heard I've never about seen it. it. Yeah, he was married to Jennifer Morrison, which is mm. fascinating to me. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure <laughs> Jennifer <laughs> Morrison is. <laughs> so I she was on. I'm trying to think of like she was on House for a while, and she was okay. also in Once Upon a Time, How I Met Your Mother. Just like, you well, know, just like 8 he, p.m. He was US. also in house for eight years. Oh, he was? He was in house for eight years. Oh my God, that must be how they met. They were only married for three years. So, <gasps> oh my goodness, this is the drama here. Okay, they divorced during house. So <laughs> That's rough. It can't be as bad as the Dexter one. where <laughs> They were like... God. They were brother playing brother and sister, got together in a relationship, got married, and then got divorced while the show was still going on as well. <laughs> His last oh god, this is like the last thing he has done though that I can like recognize by name. Phineas and Ferb. Ooh. Okay. I'm just His like movie going career to... did not take off <laughs> looking no. at his movies. No. He's he done was, like four movies since, he's done since Uptown three... Girls. He's done three shows based in Chicago. Chicago aren't, they all relate- Fire, aren't those Chicago- all related? Yeah, and then it looks like they're the same character, Lieutenant yeah, Matthew he's- Casey. Mm. So he's played basically he's played two characters since two thousand four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if it pays, then why listen, not? Listen, listen. If it's working for him, who am I to judge? <laughs> I wonder if he's Australian. Is it or if he's? Oh, yeah, it says nationality Australian. He is Australian. I just wonder if he's Australian in, in the show or if he's doing an American accent. Oh, gosh. That's a really good question. Doesn't Anyway, it doesn't matter that okay, much. Okay, yeah. It's not important. I should not care as much um, as I do. <laughs> so let's talk about like your love for it then. Um, yeah. So I want to hear about your love for it and what, I, I guess just, other than the fact that it's very similar to you <laughs> I just think it's like a just great cheesy movie and like I think my favorite thing about it is like it's not all about how she is like changing herself to fall in love with this dude she's just doing it for her 
That's and, true. Like, yeah. It's just like I don't know. I love that. And it came out in 2004 when it, that was like the height of all change for you and be a better person movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a good, feel good, cheesy romp. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any things that you don't like about it? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I'm not into what's his name, Neil at all <laughs> I, feel like I don't feel just, like anyone's into Neil I feel like they could have just made him not come back at the end and like it would have like it would have been a better you know what would have been nice is like if if they found out that her mom had bought the guitars and yeah if Ray's mom like, had done yeah. something like that exactly yeah to preserve them in like some kind of museum or something like that exactly and just like gave uh rat's ass about her daughter for two yeah. minutes <laughs> that's that's that plot is not tied up like she no. goes and helps her with the with the ballet dress but that's like the that's tutu it. and that's it that's yeah. it and but that's like that's, no, that's not a lot of effort is it <laughs> right um but yeah like i guess yeah it's a it's a fun movie it's kind of it's, like, yeah i mean i feel like if the movie hadn't taken itself so seriously or if it had leaned in and taken itself more seriously, mm. like picked a direction, it would have yeah. been like A plus in my book. <laughs> so Maybe. what is it now? Is it just A? Yeah, just, just, just an A. Just an A. <laughs> 95%. 95%. And then sleeping with other people is 100%. Oh, 2000%. <laughs> oh. i mean Everybody. i don't i don't i like that movie as well so yeah <laughs> it's a good movie like different i have never showed it to somebody and they've been like nah <laughs> i could do with it or without it everybody's like that's a great movie <laughs> has anyone hated it that you've shown it to no nobody mm. and everybody's like why haven't i heard of this movie before the cast in this movie is incredible <laughs> <laughs> it's just Jason Manzukis, Andrea Savage, um, Jason Sudeikis, Allison Brie. Mm. I yeah, I'm just here to cast. plug. I'm here to plug sleeping with other people. Like, <laughs> well, this leads me into the final question then. Sure. Um. So, to reverse in the reverse of that, yeah. Do, uh, what's a movie that you can uh, consider? Uh, bad that everyone loves and is considered a good movie thank you for asking my answer to that question is a star is born (laughs) (laughs) awful film the the most recent version i'm assuming yes i mean i'm sure i wouldn't like the other two versions either but like there's three other versions oh my gosh yeah see it's just nobody needs too much it's too much it's a bad relationship i everybody's like it truly is yeah it's an awful abusive relationship and it should not be celebrated (laughs) (laughs) what so what else do you hate about it then is it just that just just the relationship do you like like the music the music is fine i mean it's not great i (laughs) (laughs) i feel nothing towards it uh my favorite song on um the A Star is Born soundtrack is like the 14 second clip of um, God, who is it? My name is blanking, but there's somebody on like the track who's just like at SNL and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, Allie. 
<laughs> oh, it's Alec Baldwin. Yes, it's Alec Baldwin. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Alec. <laughs> I could listen to that like five times, but the other song it's just it's mediocre to me and i remember at the time like especially when it just came out i was forced to see it in theaters like three times and i was every what? time it was just like yeah i was just like this is a bad movie <laughs> everybody on twitter was just like this is the greatest movie i've ever seen in my life and i'm just like i i feel alone <laughs> <laughs> And I saw it. I was like, "Yeah, it's fun. It's decent, decent movie." I wouldn't think. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like amazing. It's got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's too high. That's way it's too about, high. I'd give it like a seventy. I'd give if... it a sixty-two. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, that's that's I, high for you. That's high that's for someone who's coming high. from. <laughs> I it's thought you still be... high. <laughs> yeah, that's still a positive rating. <laughs> I mean, like emotionally, I feel like the romance. I'd give it two percent. Like it's not a good romance film. Oh, the romance is like... awful. <laughs> it's I, yeah, bad. It's, it's, it's... it's so bad. <laughs> but that's the that's the consistent thing throughout the movies. Like each one of them as well. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the consistent thing. But I feel like nobody talks about that. They just like it's just a part of the movie that everybody mm. blazes. <laughs> I, I think because people love the music and that's true. Yeah. I think he's good in it. I don't think I don't think she's that good in it. And Lady Gaga. Yeah. I feel the opposite. <laughs> you like her, but you don't like him in it. I feel like I mean, Lady Gaga is a perfectly fine actress. Um, Bradley Cooper's he's good. Um, I I like I, this is like a controversial opinion, I guess, but I loved Silver Linings Playbook, and I'm just like I feel like he mm. was much better in that movie than he was. I would agree with that. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I I, do, I really like Silver Linings Playbook as well, and I know people... I have a Silver Linings Playbook yeah. tattoo, and I know that like other really? people are just like, yeah, it's, I have a whiting tattoo that says Excelsior, like right down my arm, and it's well. big. It's my favorite tattoo. And <laughs> I, I like every now and then somebody's like, is it because you're um, a Stan Lee fan? Because that was his catchphrase. That's what I would go like, to, yeah. I'm like, sure. <laughs> That's where my mind would go with Excelsior. Like, actually, it's because I have an obsession with the 2013 Oscar-nominated film Silver Linings Playbook, <laughs> if you want to hear about it. Um, which no one ever does. Uh. <laughs> It, it, it's i would say that is definitely a better movie than uh than uh got the mo- star is born yeah. yeah i can't even remember the name of the movie i agree <laughs> i agree um cool okay well do you have any final thoughts anything you want to like anything you've missed out that you want to speak about <laughs> with the, yeah. with, the... <laughs> with uptown girls no yeah. i i feel like we've covered it all but i would once again, like to plug Sleeping with Other People 2015. <laughs> Do you have any personal plugs? Yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter at Georgia Shank, and um, I write for Reductress, and you can follow me there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And, but mostly Sleeping with Other People. Um, if nothing else, Sleeping with Other People 2015 director <laughs> 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 and what what streaming platform is it on? It's on Netflix. 
It's on oh, Netflix. you're lucky. It's definitely not on our Netflix here. <laughs> it's on Netflix, but if you don't have it, I'll buy it for you on Google Play or iTunes. <laughs> With your freezer full of cash. <laughs> With my freezer full of cash. <laughs> right, thanks very much for coming on, Georgia. Bye, have a good day. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. You can find me on Twitter with the username at YCove or at Yaniscove on Instagram. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes if you enjoyed this so I can end up making more. And I'll see you next week for more movies that critics got wrong.